everybody, welcome to Off the Cup ABQ. I'm Diana Vargas, and you are listening to the hottest, newest local talk radio for New Mexico. Off the Cup ABQ is the next level of conservative talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. Thanks for tuning in. Let's take it off the cuff. You're listening to Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Hey, everybody, welcome to Off the Cuff ABQ. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Janice Arnold Jones on Taco Tuesday. There are the tacos. I told you about the taco truck. What? Well, don't give me an update. So, Tia Maria taco truck. Yes, on love it. Central and Unser. Again, just because staff is limited everywhere, long lines, and food just doesn't taste the same at some of even the chains, right? Right. So, really can't be on strike because I don't have a nanny yet who's going to cook for me. We've been going to the taco truck and literally just pulling out a little table and some chairs and then ordering and just eating there, like, at, you know, during sunset. Oh, wow. And then looking east, you know, where the sun reflects. And it's been super romantic in the sense of just the atmosphere. So I've been going with, with Loretta, uh, Comadre Loretta, because yes. she wasn't a big taco truck kind of person, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. She's like, oh, why don't you taco trucks? I don't know if she said that or not, but in my, in my mind, I remember the conversation going that way. And then so she was like, uh, do you want to eat at Tia Maria's? Okay. And then she was like, I've been here before. Really? Okay, what do you think of it? It's fabulous. And then the next day, hey, do you want to go to the taco truck and eat Tia Maria's kitchen tacos again? Yes, I'll be right there. So <laughs> we're having a, another block party. Right, on and, the 23rd. Right, and so Alice secured uh, Maria yesterday. Oh, yay! <laughs> oh, that's exciting. So we got Tia Maria. I feel like she's my Tia. Hi, Tia. <laughs> and she's so wonderful, you know? She's just really... Uh, gracious and she's a hard worker shout out to taco trucks wow it, yeah in particular i was hoping she could maybe name something after me you know how oh because famous people have stuff named after them i was thinking the like, dina dangerous taco no 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 or like the, the roadrunner or like the cora camina which go. is you know the roadrunner like, would be good too yeah, yeah meat I, meat or something like this oh that would be good be cute yeah it'd be cute yeah. put a little extra meat meat wow i don't know i'm gonna ask her about it why not? Why not? I mean, I, it's cute. It's kind of cute. <laughs> I'd feel all super special if she did. Doesn't but it? no pressure, no pressure. So she's going to be there. Mr. T's ice cream's going to be there. Good. And smoking went barbecue. You remember those nachos? They were huge. They were wonderful. Mm. Oh, I, yes. Right. Yes, right. Wonderful. So I've been trying to get hold of him. And, you know, he has, I mean, they all got day jobs or conservatives for God's sakes. <laughs> I mean, like they, they are working. Right, right. They are working. They are not the ones that need to go and apply for all of these open jobs where right. people are going, please come and work for us. Exactly. So I don't remember what day it was, but I'm like headed home and it's kind of late and I see them still out. And I'm like, ah, just call tomorrow. And I said, just flip around because you may not answer tomorrow. So I flip around. And so um, he has some youth there on the job training. Some youth or some youths? Youth. Youth. <laughs> some youths. Youth. He has some, uh, <laughs> some, some young sons there working. And, um, and so that was kind of nice to, to see proper customer service because it's almost non-existent. Well, I would say, so as you know, Balloon Fiesta just ended, mm -hmm. and it has been many years that I have had house guests for the entire time, two sets. Um, How's that? Uh, it's a lot of, I forgot how much work it was. Yeah, seriously. It was a joy. It was a joy. They were from both coasts, um, but they went to the Balloon Fiesta. The lines were so long, they came back starving and dehydrated, which was really interesting because they just couldn't get people to work. So I guess there were 
uh, fewer venues for food and drink mm-hmm. at the balloon fiesta. Um, but but also on a, on a shout out, and I'll just tell you that we did take uh, both sets of guests to El Pinto. The first time, man, they were struggling. The second time, which was later in the balloon fiesta, I don't know what they did, but they had staff and they were cooking. I'll tell you what, yeah. I, I just couldn't believe how well they had overcome that. And it kind of made me think, maybe I should ask Dinah to call them up and see what they did. Okay, maybe, yeah, maybe we it can would do that. Be, be worth the discussion because there are still many places that we go that, uh, you know. I, just, I won't even go back again. Seriously, local or not, I'm just I, like, good grief. Well, and, and there there are local places that uh, one of our guests came back and they go, I, I don't know if you really, really like this place. I said, yes, I do. I won't tell you which one it was. He says, well, the food was really good, but the service was so abysmal, I would never go there again. Right. Isn't that a sad statement? Totally. And then also because of the lack of employees, there's also lack of training. So even if they have new employees, they're just, you know, do this, do that. And back in our day, um, or at least for me, you could just fall in. But now you have to explain things different, uh, you know, youth. Uh, youth. <laughs> youth. <laughs> to kids. Because they're still kids. Uh, well, and, I mean, and, to me, anyways, I don't well, care how I they're saying, but Working kid. in food service, mm. the, the rules are very different. I, you know, when I started, and that's where I started, I don't know if you, did you ever serve food? I did. No. No, I did. And and it was pretty simple, you know, I and mean, we had basic hygiene things and, and how to serve it and then we learned how to sell to the customer a little bit. Now, oh my goodness, you know, you you They don't realize they're there to serve us. Right. Right. Hence server. But without the train and, and but just just the COVID rules. Yeah, all of it. The it's exhausting you know, being able to answer the questions about what, what ingredients are in the food. Right. You know, 100 years, or 50, 40, 40, a long time ago, people didn't ask those questions. Right, right. And now it's just a standard. Right. Like, uh, do you have anything that's gluten-free? And they're like, what's gluten? Yep. Yep. That's it. What's gluten? I don't know. <laughs> what's customer service? I don't know. So anyways, lots going on in Albuquerque. Still violent. <clears throat> there was a big shootout there at one of the buildings downtown. The new at, county building. The new county building. Nobody was hurt, but then all employees had to go home and work from home. But, I mean, this is in, in the middle of, of broad daylight. It's not like it's a bank. It's not like it was a bank shoot. I don't know what happened. Well, but I think it happened about 3 in the morning. And the only oh, reason I know about it is... Um, I okay, went, so it was in broad daylight, correction. Yeah. It, well, I would say there are lots of lights down there. And there, right. there were officers. I mean, there were security guards in the building at the time but i was down at the uh what we called the uh, elections warehouse yesterday mm. uh certifying election machines and linda stover came in and said you know they're not allowing us to go back into the building um and and it kind of made me wonder why you would shut down a whole building but so i haven't driven by to see how bad the That's glass funny. was interesting so they did uh they've shut down that building until they replaced the glass mm-hmm. so interesting so um, the lady that was, had gasoline thrown on her and lit on fire she and what you call a domestic violence, she died. That's so totally sad. Totally unfortunate um, child died. The hands of the father who, mind you, state had taken all of them away. And so he's basically living at home with mom with five kids. He doesn't work because I guess he's taking care of the kids. And But even the neighbors said they just heard like nothing but yelling all the time. And... Um, you know, basically said like the girl ran into the wall or something like this. 
And so it's just time and time again that New Mexico children are dead last. And I, I feel it's a culture of life, which is kind of our topic today is culture of life. Right. And, and in these instances, how did that culture miss these individuals? If we have a culture of life and... No, and I, I don't think we do. I think we have a yeah, culture of death. There you go. Right. But, uh, but the topic is culture of, of life. life. Like, you know, like... Right. like well, I'm, but, but if, you, if you are a New Mexican, if you hold New Mexico values, then your culture is life. Uh, and, I would think, and and so uh, so I'm excited to talk with Karenet, right? Uh, and can we can we introduce Paula and Rebecca before we go to break? Sure. So we have Karenet Karenet Pregnancy Center of Albuquerque, and in studio, Rebecca. What's happening? Hey, Rebecca. So nice to be here. Yes, Rebecca Otero. She is the director of the mobile unit, and then online we have the executive director of the actual center, Karenet Pregnancy Center of Albuquerque. Paula Gonzalez. Hi, ladies. It's so I'm so thankful you guys have us on the radio with you. Well, today. I have known about CareNet for many years, and uh, and and have interacted with you even when I was in the legislature. But the truth is, is I know CareNet preceded my service in the legislature. So we need a primer on how CareNet started, how long you've been here, what you do, how many people you have served. And where we're going and that and and so when we come back from the break if you'll think about that that's what we want to know and then we want to know how do we help absolutely help absolutely so no we're super excited you guys are here too we're actually the lucky ones today (laughs) and thank you comadre for booking them isn't she fabulous she is yes absolutely shout out to alice thank you alice great email alice (laughs) so we'll be right back don't go anywhere stay there you're listening to off the cuff abq visit us on the web at off the cuff abq.com New Mexico's violent crime rate is skyrocketing and the murder count in Albuquerque is at historical highs. Yet judges have released many of hardened criminals, many are violent repeat offenders, back onto our streets because of loopholes created by recent bail reform measures. If you want a safer New Mexico, go to the website mañanamejor.com. Get involved. Do it today. That's mañanamejor.com. Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website, goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. In studio today is Janice Arnold-Jones. Yay! <laughs> Missed you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but kidding. we have really important guests today. We totally do. Rebecca Otero. Otero, correct? Yes, Rebecca I am. Otero, director of the Medical Mobile Unit, also known as a MMU. MMU. For short. Mm-hmm. We should name it Meet Meet. <laughs> <laughs> and online with us is Paula Gonzalez. She's the executive director of the CareNet Pregnancy Center of Albuquerque. Welcome, Paula. Thank you, ladies, for having us. It's an honor that you would in, uh, invite us to join your radio today. So, Paula, before we get to the medical 
MMU, and, and what I, I don't want to jump the gun, would you be so kind as to share with us how long CareNet has been in operation, uh, how you started, where you are, where you're going? Uh, you provide such an important service to our community, but sometimes I think you may, may people may not recognize that you're there. Help us out. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah, so CareNet Pregnancy Centers of Albuquerque have been around for 38 years. And as a matter of fact, we're about to celebrate our birthday on November 1st, which is so exciting. We uh, recently were reminded as a staff that God has been so faithful to continually uh, move us forward and that not once have we really gone backwards we haven't had to, you know, close our centers. If anything, we have five centers um, in uh, the state of New Mexico. Um, we have one in Los Lunas, in Moyarty, in Rio Rancho, Albuquerque, and then we have our medical mobile unit that really travels um, the state. And so we are just um, thrilled that God has allowed us to be open for 38 years. And we offer free and confidential services um, from ultrasounds to pregnancy tests to STI, STD testing. And we just um, offer life-affirming choices to men and women as well. So that's who we are. Um, We are continually looking forward to having more opportunities to take our uh, medical mobile unit out into the state to help women. Um, and so it's exciting that God is opening doors and I'm so glad that we have Rebecca Otero with us because we are going to just share a little bit about what God is doing with the medical mobile unit and, um, with our centers, we are just, uh, so excited that our doors have always been open even during COVID year. So not once have we closed in 2020, which allowed us to take care of women uh, that have had unplanned pregnancies. In addition to, we are so thrilled that we offer the abortion pill reversal. And we've seen uh, quite a a bit of clients this year in 2021 um, calling CareNet. So a lot of people don't know about CareNet. And so our goal is to get the word out to the community, letting them know that our services are all free. We are 100% um, supported by donors. We take no government funding. So it is by the generosity and the grace of God that we have been open for 38 years. Wow. That's an yeah. amazing story. Yeah, no, that's no, an totally. Story. That's that's pretty big because thirty-eight years to be completely supported by people who support these life-affirming choices. And so, what does life-affirming mean? Life-affirming means they choose life. We we um, educate women and men, and um, we don't withhold any information from them when they come into our centers. We really educate them about abortion and what it does, and we want to um, educate them because the truth sets us free. So if they know what really happens when they choose abortion, um, we want them to know the, the potential ramifications on their body, their life, 
Um, so we don't scare them. We, with loving, through loving channels, we educate them. Right. Um, we are judgment-free. We do not judge the women that come into our centers. Um, if anything, we show the love of Christ as they come in, and that is our primary goal, is to love them like Christ does. Now, Paula, you said earlier that you also serve men. Can you explain how? Yes, absolutely. So we have a fatherhood program, and so we have mentors that come alongside uh, men that want to be part of the, the woman's life while she's carrying the child. And we want to educate them as well on how to be daddies, how to be um, God-fearing men. And so we share, you know, the gospel with every client that allows us to, to share the gospel with them. So we have godly men teaching men how to be men. And then fathers, because for women, sometimes it comes naturally or, or, or instantly for some or for most. But, but men, it, it sometimes takes a while. And so, uh, you know, when we look at the other alternatives, it, you know, it seems like uh, the father's removed. And if, if both sets of parents are, are together, the chances of success, especially for the child, uh, just automatically increase. Exactly, it does. I, there's kind of a, an interesting uh, story that I'll share briefly. Uh, that we had a client, a dad, that would come in, and we have a program called Earn While You Learn. And so they come in, and uh, it's a course of where they earn uh, baby bucks, per se, where they can go into our clothing closet and choose clothes and uh, necessities for their baby. And this gentleman was taking the classes, but his girlfriend was pregnant, was pregnant, and she didn't want to come and, you know, take the classes, but he did. He's like, I'm going to earn all this for my baby. <laughs> and he completed it. Wow. And so it's kind of interesting how, you know, it's not just for women. You know, we want to serve the men. And, yes, they have such a high, um, yeah, the number of a woman for them being successful as a couple with the baby is, is pretty high. And so it's uh, exciting that we get to do that for the men. And even, you know, we get as random as men coming in and getting an STI, STD test, and we get to show the gospel with them. We recently had a gentleman come in and said, I see that you guys have a, uh, you do free testing. And we're like, absolutely. And we were able to share the gospel with him, which amazingly he accepted and he came out you know, a new man. Right. And so it's exciting that we not only, you know, get to serve the women, but also the men. Absolutely. So in addition to uh, a commitment to preserving life, uh, does Karenet on a regular basis provide medical services? You've talked about testing. Is there anything else we, we, need to, I, we need to know about medical services because I want to talk about the mobile unit? But I don't, I don't want to jump ahead, uh, so we're not jumping <laughs> ahead, Paula, so help me out. No, absolutely. So, yeah, we do um, ultrasounds. We do nurse consultations. We do prenatal um, health assessments, birthing classes. Um, we, we have certified m real medical staff and volunteers 
that conduct these ultrasounds and nursing consultations. So we are a medical-based pregnancy centers. All our centers are. So we offer these services for free. um, And so those are, you know, they're by professional, you know, nurses and ultrasound uh, sonographers. Wow. Because sometimes you can look at something and if, if the baby's big enough, you go, oh, okay, that's an ultrasound. But, I mean, there's schooling for it. There's yeah. obviously a medical background. It's not just as easy as looking at an ultrasound and, and, and then trying to assess it or evaluate it. And so, so where did the mobile unit idea come from? Has it, has it been there the whole 38 years or was it something that was implemented later or or what was the vision for for it wow so the vision for it was to be mobile to be able to reach the outskirts of albuquerque um past you know rio rancho or los lunas um in moriarty and so we got the um medical mobile unit back in 2015 and it was donated to us and um, we have been able to utilize it in the last, you know, what, six years, um, and have been able to be at UNM. Um, and we've had lines of young adults wanting to get tested for STI-STD pregnancy tests. And the beautiful part is that we have, we're able to do it inside the medical mobile unit and we have all the necessities in there. So that's kind of the history, uh, the vision for um, the MMU, (laughs) per se. Um, We want to just uh, go out into the state where some of the pregnancy centers in our state may may not be a medical pregnancy center. They may be a pregnancy center, so they call and say, hey, would you guys be willing to come out here and, and ha- do an ultrasound on a woman? And so really that's the biggest thing is that we just want to be available to our state to accessible. Help. So, so Miss Rebecca, you, you, uh, you are the administrator. Mm-hmm. You're, you run the medical uh, mobile unit. So do you have a schedule? Can you tell me if, if I have a friend, say, in uh, Solana, that when you might be near there? How, how do you do this? Yeah, and that's an, that's an awesome question. And I'll, I'll kind of back up and, and tell you that, you know, even through COVID, you know, we've had the doors open. And the MMU has had to be scaled back a lot. So it wasn't traveling out to um, these these places like Los Alamos and Taos. Um, and I actually just recently came on in August or September, excuse me, as the medical mobile unit director. And I've been, I've learned so much just in these last two months. And those who have been here a while are, are just kind of telling me how amazing it is that we are able to get the medical mobile unit up and running again. And so, um, I'll just for your, for your example, um, the, we have a pregnancy center in, in Taos that we partner with. They do not have an ultrasound, and they actually called us last month saying, hey, we have a girl here who is so many weeks along. Can you come? And so we did. We we jumped in, and it's a Mercedes Benz. It's huge. It's 24 <laughs> feet by 
11 feet. And so um, myself, uh, a nurse, and our sonographer traveled to Taos and conducted um, that ultrasound for her. And so um, to answer your question on the schedule, we are getting that up and running again. Okay. We are contacting our, um, our partner sites and because their numbers are down right now as well um, for various reasons. Um, and it's actually very interesting. The, the lady I spoke to in Taos, the director over there, said that a lot of um, people in Taos now have access to um, Medicaid. And so they're going to the hospitals rather than to their clinics because they're able to get the help over there. And it, there's there's very other other. Um, other reasons but um a fun little story i'll share with you about our trip to taos because that was the first you know road trip road trip that i okay. personally road trip, took. Road road trip. trip. <laughs> absolutely and it, and it was that and for one individual for well for one individual and then we went um to downtown taos mm-hmm. parked the medical mobile unit was headed to lunch and i got a call on on my the medical mobile unit phone saying hey i see your mobile unit i'm interested in your free ultrasound i'm like where are you? <laughs> Where are you? We flipped a, a 180 and we walked back and, and sure enough, there's a couple right there in the parking lot in Taos. Wow. And we conduct- just because they yeah. saw you, the truck. They just, they saw it, they called and mm-hmm. we conducted an ultrasound just like that. then and there, just like that. That is so yeah. awesome. Um, so I know during the block party, there was a couple of encounters because of the, you know, the mobile unit. And I think, Paula, when I followed up with you, we were just kind of sharing, you know, stories back and forth, uh, just how um, the connection with various people. And there there were people that never did not know that that existed, um, just went to check out the mobile unit. But that was sort of like the entry to this huge conversation about life. And then... And then one by one, everybody just starts coming over and asking all of those questions. And then um, they were also interested in in other things that they need for their babies, like pampers or whatever, milk Mm -hmm. or whatever babies use. Yep. Uh, A nanny. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a nanny in there? (laughs) And so. Grandmas, grandmas. So then then it equally became like a resource place, you know, for Mm -hmm. people that beyond what is always being advertised, which is never about choice. It's always, you know, um, at the, you know, the end game is abortion because uh, uh, the abortion industry is so lucrative it's a whole industry that there's millions, if not billions of dollars in it. And, you know, it's, it's, it's by no accident that there's probably women taking the abortion pill and then wanting the reversal. Because right. I would think the moment you take it, you're like, what am I doing? Because mm-hmm. at some point, um, something I would assume happens, you know. Mm-hmm. And we've had three. APR clients in the last week. In the APR, last week. So, 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 so now <clears throat> back me up. I, I'm out of date. I know about uh, the abortion pill. Isn't that RU-286? Is that what it, I think that's, that's its name. Right. Uh, anyway, so I did not know that there was a reversal. Please tell us about that. Tell, mm-hmm. tell, tell me the parameters. Who, who can use this? I mean, if, if you've taken this abortion pill and you realize you have made a mistake, Mm-hmm. What is the what's the protocol after that? Yes, tell us about it. Um, sure. So we ha- there's a one eight hundred number. It's online, and wherever a person is at, they will call that, and then they will get them in contact to the closest resource to them. And so if 
where they're their closest resource, um, CareNet, they'll get in contact with our nurse manager, and she is able to then contact our uh, physician and then get uh, get the prescription that way. And Paula, correct me if I'm wrong. That's the that's the procedure, right? Correct. Yes. And so, and and uh, to tell me about the time frames, um, because are you two eighty six actually? can work within 72 hours mm -hmm. so is there a window here to be effective um, you know because sometimes mistakes are made yep. so if I know a young woman who has who now feels like they've made a mistake I don't want to mislead them what can what can I tell them mm. the sooner the better um, and so and I will give a caveat i am not a medical professional but um just from what medical professionals have have told me um the the abortion pill takes away the progesterone and that is what the baby needs in order to develop um in the the uterus now it it strips of progesterone and so what's important if the woman decides to change her mind is um, to get the abortion pill reversal which is a high dosage of progesterone that uh -huh. gets it pumping back to um to the baby so it can start um developing again and in fact my um our sonographer our registered sonographer told me that um the further along the baby is say at 10 weeks there's a higher likely that the abortion pill reversal will be effective um and so but we say the sooner the better and i i don't know if this particular pill you're talking about is the is one that stops the progesterone and then two causes the dilation in order for the abortion to happen but it's important to take the abortion and pill reversal before the second pill is taken got it okay yeah so, it's so complicated you it know, is i because, didn't know that right and so like it goes back to uh, being informed and educated so so often I think maybe this reversal pill is probably um, even developed because of the abortion pill because people are taking it and, and the moment they take it, they go, oh my God, what did I just do? Or whatever the process is because, because there's not a clear choice. Like people like to say I'm pro-choice. Mm -hmm. And if that was the case, uh, maybe we wouldn't be talking about abortion, but you know, or abortion reversal pills or something. Yeah. But it's really important that especially young women and then family members like the mom and the dad educate their daughters and their sons because the reality is New Mexico state law allows 13 and 14 year old girls to have an abortion without consent, let alone notification, which is which is astounding. I mean, I, I, and, and to go mm. to a pharmacy and get this pill, are you 286, the abortion pill, at 12 years old. Right. I, right. I, I was on the floor when that passed. It was horrible. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take a quick break, but this is all very informative. Uh, definitely a resource. It's called CareNet Pregnancy Center of Albuquerque. It's totally confidential, totally free, 100% funded by donors. And all your options are life affirming. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love Absolutely. it. I love it too. All right. So stay there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Bye. You are the 
experiment, when you take the experimental COVID-19 vaccines, did you know that according to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System run by the government, that over 900 women have documented miscarriages linked to their COVID-19 shot? COVID-19 vaccines have not been approved for pregnant women or children. Read our reports and hear the facts from a COVID-19 task force whistleblower at abortionfreenm.com. If you want to help us end abortion in New Mexico, visit abortionfreenm.com today. That's abortionfreenm.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Janice Arnold-Jones. And in studio with us today is Rebecca Otero. She's a director of the mobile unit or the MMU. Did I say it correctly? Because you know I always mess up acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> and Proverbs. She needs a Proverbs book. And also on the line with us is Paula Gonzalez. She's the executive director of CareNet Pregnancy Center of Albuquerque. Welcome back, ladies. Thank you for Thank having you. us. So the most important person on earth is a mother. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, she cannot we care work. about her. Right. Absolutely. We, Someone. We care about her. One of our center directors always said, Paula, when I first started Kennet, she says, we want her to know that she matters because if we capture her heart, then we've captured two hearts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What a good way to look at it. I know. That. Seriously. Like, you guys are doing such amazing work. And honestly, why is it that CareNet isn't, like, mainstream? And, and uh, you I know, mean, everybody knows the other guy's name and whatever. Oh, we yeah. all know what it is. You right. know what I mean? Right. We're not here for that. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. And we're not even there. going to say their uh, name and because, we're not even, because it just bothers me. Because and, it and bothers it me, And it bothers too. me how much of my tax dollars go to it uh, and here this place is 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 funded and supported by just like-minded people who believe in life and not just during pregnancy like even after even after even after right mm-hmm. like once right. a baby is born you could do uh now now family groups or whatever it yep. is uh right. that that happens or that the family needs so that so that mom could be mom and dad could be dad right right so but i want to take this have I'm sorry. Go ahead, Paula. We have, uh, you know, we have great partnerships with the community. Um, Loveless is one of them. They've been fantastic to CareNet. Um, they support us really just um, by, um, we are able to refer the women to them and they help them with housing or food or insurance, um, things that they may need that CareNet at some point mean if we don't have the resource to help women or men, we have partnerships with the community. We partner up with other nonprofit organizations as well um, for housing, uh, one of them which is Casa de Mariposa. We refer women there. Um, the, you know, so there's, there's always referrals that, again, what, what the pro-choice organizations do for millions, CareNet does it for pennies. And so, but God is the one that owns it all. Absolutely. So he, he goes before us and he makes things happen. So, yes, we're not highly known, um, but word of mouth is also very powerful. Right, so right. That's why we always <clears throat> want to go out into the community and promote CareNet and letting them know Hey, if you know of anybody that is pregnant or is, you know, has an unplanned pregnancy, we're a safe place for them at CareNet to plan their future and to help them plan their future. 
And so we try to, um, that's why we try to get out in the community as much as we possibly can in order for us to be out there and Mm -hmm. word of mouth is powerful. Absolutely. And sometimes these needs like housing, food, medical, um, sometimes those are the reasons women think that they might need an abortion or, or, or why they're originally seeking one. And so by providing that, then it, it's completely reinforcing your, your stance on life. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Our, um, our, our sonographer likes to say we care about you as the woman and we are a net, a safety net for all of the things you need. Right. And so that's what care net means. We care about the woman and then I did we not provide. Know that. That yeah. is you know, and I have, have known about care net for years, but what a, what a great explanation. Absolutely. That. So I know that you were out on the sidewalk today with the mobile unit. Would you tell us about that? I mean, we, we know a Dinah goes on Fridays uh, and people pray because we have, we are the national Mecca for late-term abortions, mm-hmm. uh, nothing to be proud of. No. Tell us about your experience. Yeah, so the, the MMU goes out on Tuesday and Thursday mornings from 7 to about 11-ish, depending on the day. Um, and we're just there to be a presence at um, on the sidewalk at the late-term abortion clinic as these women go in, big bellies, not showing yet, wherever um and it is it, it's spiritual warfare it is it is a hard place to be and like this morning in particular just it felt very chaotic um some some mornings feel that way some don't and it's just because there's a there's so much happening you know and our care net's mission is always to go with love and compassion mm-hmm. no judgment and so we don't hold um the harsh signage um that's just that's just the the stance we come from but um since i've been out on the sidewalk i've been able to have several conversations uh, with individuals um some are just conversation and that's that but uh two weeks ago we did have a save we uh we were able to get someone who was gonna go and she even filled out the paperwork and we were able to connect with the man to go get her and we took her up to our northeast heights um care net facility and and it, what, it, what had essentially happened is they lied to her and told her there was issues that were going on with, with the her pregnancy <clears throat> that weren't there what yeah and so we we <clears throat> that we all praise god that day yeah. that there was there was a save on on the sidewalk and so that's why we go we go to pray we grow we go to ask god to even intervene that these people won't even be able to get to the clinic and we just ask for an open door because you know we can't change hearts and minds only he does we we're just obedient to be out there yeah so so that's something that's like really really common so um there is um a young lady named felicia she's very public about it she went undercover and it was exactly that it was exactly like this um uh being misled or you know misdirected about an ultrasound when somebody is you know maybe on the fence already and oh look there's something wrong with your ultrasound and whatever it is and then but 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 i feel like those places know that's just the seed to then 
be like, okay, that's going to be the excuse. That's going to be my reasoning because maybe they think they want the abortion, but then they say, well, let me see the ultrasound or something like this. And, and then, um, cause it's a game because there's money beyond the abortion well, because abortion is the end game. Right. I, I mean, is it, is it to sell body parts? I mean, it's I, a lot I, of I, I am amazed at how much money is in this. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. And, um, and again, like, how do we write that wrong? Like in five or 10 years when we look back or, or maybe it's going to be longer. I don't know. Uh, I know that people like to argue a bunch of different stances, you know, Roe v. Wade or this, that, whatever. And I'm just real simple about abortion. I'm like, I don't know who Roe v. or Wade is. (laughs) (laughs) Are they from New Mexico and who are their cousins? <laughs> and what school did they go to? Because you already know how we are. I'm against abortion because it offends God, and mm. therefore it offends me. And women are being lied to Absolutely. because there's not a single woman that I know that I've encountered. Because mm. when I ran for office, I had I convened a pro-life group, and uh, I said, "Make me your pro-life candidate. I need to know everything there is to know about it, so that way I could come back quick and easy." And that way, um, when I go up there, I can say it very simply. And I'm, and because that it wasn't a single issue that I ran on, but it was going to be the issue. Because I, I could, and you did. And I did. Because there was a late term abortion uh, clinic in District 10. And Albuquerque is a destination, it is the late term capital of the nation in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Who are they to do that to such a beautiful place where we cherish life? And I'm just saying, most of my family members were unplanned. I mean, who was really planned? Sure. (laughs) You know what I mean? But, but, but had. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I, I yeah. want I want to take an extra bunny trail and Paula help me out here, but yeah. you have <laughs> you off, offer sonograms. Thirty eight years ago, um, I that's the age of my children. The sonograms were a little messy. Uh, the the uh, doc would say, "Here's this lump and that's the baby," and I took. Just their- a boy or girl. <laughs> <laughs> and today, <clears throat> the technology. I mean, it is absolutely clear that this is a baby and the baby has a human form. How has that affected your journey? And do you think that the technology may actually in and of itself start changing hearts because we know where the technology came from? We do. This this was not an accident to reveal mm-hmm. to us what a baby life. looked like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to reveal life in the womb. Um, well, you know, when women see an ultrasound, I mean, it's 80%. That's a high percentage where women change their mind when they see a baby, an ultrasound, and the heartbeat, and they see the little hands and the feet. And, you know, at 10 weeks, I mean, they're fully formed. Fully formed. And so it's not yeah. the blob of cell cells no. that <clears throat> that the narrative um, that, that the abortion industry has yeah. been running because, and, and at that point, it, it even has a fingerprint. It it's does. uniquely, yeah, it ide- little- yeah, right. It could be uniquely identified. It has a DNA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has its own unique DNA. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing so that, it- oh, sorry, go, go ahead, ahead, Paula. So it's just, you know, we try to just encourage and equip and educate women when these ultrasounds take place in our centers 
that, you know, we, we get that opportunity to show them that life. And more times than not, uh, women, yes, they go in afraid to even look at the ultrasound. They're afraid to look at it because they know that it could potentially change their mind. Right. And high, more times than not, they look at it and start crying. Mm-hmm. That's my baby. That's oh. my baby. So how much does the equipment cost, CareNet, oh, to provide gosh. these services? I have no idea. I mean, I know technology has made it less expensive, but it's expensive. Tell us about no, it. No, it's expensive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, just to give you an idea, each ultrasound costs anywhere from 130 to $150,000 for one ultrasound machine. That doesn't even include the gadgets in it like uh, and I'm learning all the different aspects of an ultrasound machine. Um, but even we have to pay for um, maintenance on the ultrasounds machines because they're medical. We have to stay up to date with the technology um, and that it is functional because it is where we are compliant to HIPAA. And so we need to make sure that all our ducks are in a row because we don't want to, you know, be hit with any kind of fines. So we do take these things seriously. And so just the cost of the ultrasound machine is around that much. Wow. And wow. each ultrasound is, uh, and I don't want to quote a number, but I, I, I know it's over, um, it's a couple hundred dollars if not more. And that's just on the low end of what we do um, because we do have volunteer OBGYN doctors and a medical director that reads our ultrasounds. And so we don't, they, they do it on a volunteer basis. Wow. We don't pay them. So Paula, and I so, have a follow-up question, but I can tell that Dinah has the high sign here. That means we have to take a break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold your thought. No, go ahead and finish it up. So, so, so <laughs> well, I, I want to know. Uh, th- my last question on this subject is: How many ultrasound uh, machines does CareNet actually have? Because I, I assume you have one in the mobile unit. Do you have one elsewhere? So we have uh, three right now. Uh, we're waiting. That's for a lot of money. Two. Yeah. Uh huh. And and so right now we're um, we have one at our northeast in Rio Rancho. Um, we do have one in uh, uh, Los Lunas, um, so actually technically four. Um, so we're hoping that uh, we did get word that they were going to uh, donate two more ultrasounds machines to us, which we're in need of. Um, and we're just waiting to see what God has in store and waiting patiently for that to come through. And, um, but yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Exciting things are happening when we start talking about life and the culture of life. So we got to take a quick break, but when we come back, you guys have an event coming up. Want to talk about Mm -hmm. that so you can get a plug in and we can promote that. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're in studio with CareNet Pregnancy Center of Albuquerque.
Hello, New Mexico. This is Mario Montoya with Casa Montoya Realty. When it comes to buying or selling real estate, you need professionals that can guide and educate you through the transaction process. Casa Montoya Realty provides realtors that assist from start to finish, making sure that your real estate transaction is as smooth as possible. As the exclusive Homes for Heroes brokerage in Albuquerque, we are here to give back to our hero buyers and sellers. Call 505-681-3125 or email mario at casamontoyarealty.com to register and for more information. Hey everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Janice Arnold Jones. That was Janice. That was that was for me. And no, I didn't bring tacos today, but it is Taco Tuesday. Just get it straight. It's on the count. Who? What is this Taco Wednesday stuff? There's no Taco Wednesday. Who is saying Taco Wednesday? I, I, there was some national thing on the oh, news. Stop going, it. No, please. It's Taco stop Tuesday. It. Get, a, get a life. It's Taco Tuesday. It's always been. Uh, we're not looking to change. <laughs> and if you... We eat, talk about the important things. Actually, right. we do. We're talking about care net. Right, right. That's important. So... You have an event coming up. Yes. 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 Do. What's the event? Is it off the cuffs block party or is it in addition to that? <laughs> it's actually the day before oh, the, how that. Fun. Um, it is our Laugh for Life event. It's actually a fundraiser specifically um, for to raise funds for the medical mobile unit so that it can do what it does. And so we have some special guests coming, um, some comedians, uh, Derek and Julie Tennant, um, that they will provide us with. Um, laughter and um we also have a a raffle going on at the same time so a lot of local businesses have donated products or gift cards that we create into baskets right and then people buy tickets and raffle that off and so that's kind of the um the spark notes and i'll let paula get into more details about it Mm, yeah Mm. so laugh for life is you know we all need a laugh especially during all the chaos that's happening and it is a family-friendly event, so bring your family out, bring your kids out. Um, we have raffles for kids as well, and we just want to make it an enjoyable evening. And it's going to take place at Legacy Church on the west side. Um, raffling starts at 5.30. The event starts at 6.30, so come and join us. It is free to everyone. You do not need to, uh, to purchase any tickets or RSVP, bring your children, bring your family, come join us for a night of laughter and just enjoy what, you know, the evening. Um, we, this will take place uh, Friday, October 22nd, again at Legacy Church um, on the west side on Central and Coors um, location. And so we are just so thankful to our donors that generously give in obedience to CareNet. Um, we love that um, they are so kind to always reach out to CareNet and say, what can we do to help Paula? And so we, we couldn't do this without the support of our donors or those that have maybe considered to donate to CareNet. Um, really, you know, a cup of coffee costs uh, at Starbucks cost five to potentially seven dollars. I mean, you know, seven dollars a month, ten dollars a month to CareNet as a continual donor. That's one cup of coffee a month that could potentially save a life. You know, so that's the goal for CareNet is that we want to save as many lives as possible, and we could not do this without the generosity of donors um, and supporters. 
And so we are just so thrilled to have this night uh, at uh, Legacy Church again on October 22nd at um, starting at 530. So tell, uh, tell us, give us a few more details about what's going to happen at the, what did we call it? The Laugh, the laugh, laugh for Life. For life. Tell, tell us how this is going to proceed. What can I expect? Yeah, so when you show up, you will have, uh, there is going to be a plethora of... A plethora? Um, I love a that plethora. word. A plethora. I love that. <laughs> 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 of uh, get, uh, raffles. Okay. So our goal is to uh, have about 40 raffle baskets. There's art. There's going to be furniture. There's going to be uh, one of the raffling, just to give you an idea, is a Frank Frost. Has donated oh, nice. $150 gift for a session but, for a photography session. We have from Trader Joe's, we have from um, Monroe's, we have from um, uh, Calibers. Okay. So, so Paula, is there Calibers. a program as well? Yes, there is. So, tell me um, about it. So, we will um, start. And is off there by food? Two, two that important things, okay, because if not, there, there's Tia Maria's right There you go, okay, we got you covered, never mind, you're okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, we've been working on getting food trucks, and for some odd reason, we're just not getting a good comeback, so I'm going to contact Tia Maria, because tacos are always a great thing to eat. Right, uh, yes. And she has, I'm telling you. <laughs> So they I need fabulous. food trucks because people love food and we need <laughs> food. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so the evening will start off with an introduction of our board president and then quickly go into our com uh, comedy show. And so and then we'll go into our raffling, um, call out the raffling. So there's great gifts for people to win. Uh, so it's just a fun event. Very fun, friendly family and the medical yeah. mobile unit will also be there if anyone mm -hmm. wants to take a peek into what exactly it looks like. It's pretty cool inside. It looks like a little clinic. And wow. so we'll, we'll be there with the with the mobile unit. Yeah. It's fabulous. Tours. It's fabulous. Yeah. Wow. Yes. So that's all on the 22nd. And then I hear we will see the mobile unit on the 23rd at the block party. Absolutely. Which will be held where? It is going to be at the Calvary Chapel East on Tramway and Indian School. We are partnering with them, Abortion Free New Mexico, to have another block party. Um, that there will be candidates, local groups, of course, CareNet, and we're like putting you like right up front this time uh, by the stage and stuff, because uh, it's really a life issue. So there's gonna be candidates that are signing a pledge for if they get elected, that they will affirm life choices and yeah that um, in, in no way, shape, or form should we ever be advocating for the killing of babies. At the end of the day, I'm like, it's a killing of a baby and full term. Um, you were talking about somebody going into the clinic that, that was obviously pregnant, uh, not just a little blob of cells, which is, you know, two months is like the size of your ear, if you could imagine that. And the first time I saw a woman walk into an abortion clinic that far along, it shocked me. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, don't go in there. Like, I'm screaming, like, don't, you know, like, don't go in there. Stop. And she just keeps going through the threshold of the door. And then I just shout out, like, God be with you. Yeah. Because uh, wow. God be with you. Wow. Something like this. So 
I had no idea um, that yeah. that that New Mexico was, uh, you know, Albuquerque was a late term abortion capital, capital of the world. Of, of the, the world. world, it is of the world. Right, the Texas world. is coming in droves now. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But I've always seen Texas plates there. Always. Well, and let me oh, just yes. just grouse again. Oftentimes, women come from out of state, and yeah. the way that our laws work, you can sign up for Medicaid at eight o'clock and at three o'clock in the afternoon. New Mexicans will pay for that late-term abortion, and it just irritates the snot out of me. That's right. That's a technical term. Yep, that's (laughs) a sad, sad thing about the state of New Mexico. I I was saying, do we not have, you know, and when, when people are in trouble, we should always have compassion. But in terms of using our money, we have plenty of families that need assistance. Plenty. Yeah. Mm hmm and, yeah. and and why are we diverting the funds like that? Seriously, and 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 why would our our great state of New Mexico advocate for what what destroys people? And we speak, think so little of these babies. And right. now I'm speaking as a grandma. We have a six month old, and I will tell you what: the very thought that something like that could have happened to my grandchild. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, even these are babies. Yeah. Even when she was just being born uh, and, and right. wanted and, and, and obviously like waiting to celebrate uh, this new life, you were worried. It was during COVID. Was it during COVID? Oh, oh it was. And then so there was all these restrictions and, and, and so there's like a whole other level of stress because at the end of the day, having a child is still very much a miracle. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, women are the uh, only creatures God joins forces with in creating a tiny perfection of an immortal soul. Like, not even the angels are blessed with such a grace. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, what on God's green earth is more glorious than this? Yes. To yes. be a mother. Yeah. But we got to go. We're out of time. Rebecca, would you like to um, say any last, last uh, things before we cut? Be uh, sure and tell us how to get a hold of you. Yeah, thank you um, so much. Um, so you can find us online at KarenAbq. Is it dot com or dot org for for our folks, Paula? Dot com. Dot com, and all of our information is there. Awesome. KarenAbq.com. Woohoo! There we go. KarenAbq.com. <laughs> Paula. Yes, and uh, please, if you, we are always looking for. Um, donations. This, uh, this again, Laugh for Life is a fundraiser to fund the medical mobile unit. And we are also looking for volunteers and job opportunities. We have all of those on our, our website at carenetabq.com. Um, you can go uh, to our website and find those, those details there. Um, and yes, thank you so much for both of you to having us on your radio. And we are thrilled to get Carnet out in the community. Absolutely. Well, so thank Janice, you for helping us. And we You're are welcome. Blessed that you are serving the state of New Mexico. 38 mm-hmm. years. That is not by accident. That is by grace. And mm-hmm. we are very, very grateful. Absolutely. Well, so mm-hmm. may God bless and protect the children who today are in their mother's wombs. Save them from the dangers of abortion. Give their mothers the grace to sacrifice themselves in body and soul for their children. And may those who advocate for the killing of the unborn remember they were once rendered in their mother's wombs. So abortion is going to be like the greatest probably case that humans can make for other humans. 
and we cannot allow we cannot we cannot allow abortion anymore specifically in the great state of new mexico we are a state about faith family and freedom and we love our children even if they're brats <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow new mexico Bye.